And the fact is this, boys. There's three sides to every story. There's my side, your side, and the truth. Kaya Wanju. Hello, welcome. My name is Andrew Pierce, and this is the Curb Podcast, the podcast where I bring you in-depth interviews with filmmakers, creatives, and curators of culture. This podcast is recorded in Bulu, Western Australia, sovereignty never ceded. For as long as I've been a devotee of cinema, I've followed the career of Patricia Clarkson. Patricia is a genuine queen of the screen, featuring films like The Station Agent, Far From Heaven, The Green Mile, and Pieces of April, for which she received an Academy Award nomination. Her latest film is the magnificent drama film Monica, featuring Trace Lissette, who is in Transparent and Hustlers, who plays the titular character. She is a trans woman who poses as a support worker to visit her dying mother, Eugenia, played by Patricia Clarkson. Due to Eugenia's abusive nature, Monica left the family years ago, only to be drawn back into the fold by her sister-in-law, Laura, played by Emily Browning, to make amends with her mother. Unresolved trauma hovers under the surface of Monica's exterior, with Trace Lizette delivering a performance that stuns with its authenticity and complexity. And when she shares the screen with Patricia Clarkson, the film truly soars. Director Andrea Palero, alongside co-writer Orlando Tirado, has crafted a masterful trans narrative, which is was part of a landmark year for LGBTQIA cinema in 2023. In the following interview, Patricia talks about her work throughout the years and the importance of celebrating and championing queer voices, and what it was like working alongside Trace Lizette. Monica screens at the upcoming Mardi Gras Queer Screen Festival, running in uh, Sydney cinemas from 15th to the 29th of February 2024, with select films heading online for an on-demand screening festival across Australia from 1st to 11th of March 2024. Tickets can be purchased at queerscreen.com.au. The festival features an extensive array of queer films alongside panel discussions, including chats about queer tropes and trauma on screen, films that made you feel seen, and more. The festival features a wide array of features, documentaries, and short films, including All of Us Strangers, Mutt, The Missing, Isla's Way, The People's Joker, Kokomo City, and a celebration of the work of John Waters with the screen of Female Trouble. And there's even a sing-along of The Sound of Music as well. There is something for everyone. We'll be bringing you some more reviews and interviews from Queer Screen uh, as we lead into February, all of which you can read and listen at thecurb.com.au. All of the work at The Curb is independently produced and relies on the support of our brilliant community over at Patreon. To help keep The Curb independent, visit patreon.com forward slash thecurbau and make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. For now, here is the trailer for Monica, which screens a queer screen on Tuesday the 27th of February 2024. A link is in the show notes to buy tickets. Hey love, it's me. I know you said you wanted some space, but I miss you a lot. I just wanted to let you know that I will be coming. I'm gonna hit the road and I should be there in a couple of days. It's been a long time since I've seen them. 
I'm just so happy that you're here. You ready? This is Monica. Hey. Hi. Hey. Your mother. She doesn't know who I am. I don't know what I would do if I couldn't be with my own mom at a moment like this. Gotta say, I never would have recognized you. Listen, whatever's happening, it's not worth it. Family comes first. Hi, hi. Hello. Hello. Hi, thank you so much for your time. I'm so sorry for the um, time confusion no, no, and all no, that. No, 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 no. You know, it, Australia and New York and LA, the Times is like, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's so difficult. It is. Did you just wake up? No, yes. no, thankfully not. I've been awake for a little bit, but I've been doing some uh, organizing and writing of uh, questions and things like that. So, um, you know, my morning is your evening, so I do appreciate the, the timing and all this kind of yeah, stuff. No, I'm I'm ready to go. I was just babysitting my neighbor's kids while she was, we're, we're redoing our hallway and my neighbor was painting sconces in the hallway. Long story, I babysat the children. It was all fun. It worked out perfectly, honestly. That's good. I'll be, I'll be <laughs> the sconces got painted. The kids um, got looked after. That's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's all got, it got, yes, yes, yes. So. Well, that's great. It's nice to meet. Nice, it's nice to see you. Likewise. Thank you so much. Um, I've been a huge admirer oh, of your sure. work for a long time. Uh, you know, you've, you've built up a, a really great career as a filmmaker, as in, you know, on film, but also in the theater as well. And I want to talk yes, about that yes. too eventually, but we're here to talk about mm. Monica, which is such a powerful and important film. And I guess the, it is, it is. I'd love to hear about how you came onto the project. Well, in a rather uh, conventional way, I, I, you know, I met Andrea Paloro. I was on the jury at Marrakesh Film Festival with, you know, the great Martin Scorsese leading all of us and Marion Cotillard and Sorrentino. It was this very prestigious uh, uh, jury in Marrakesh. And uh, Andre Paloro was there and we gave him an award. And, and I, I met him and I just was like, I really like this man. I like his work. I like, he was quite young. At, I mean, well, he wasn't that young, but he was, you know, maybe in his mid thirties, but I met him and I thought, I, he said, I want to work with you. And I said, I want to work with you. And then quite a few years later, I would say four years later, I get a call from my agent saying, Patty, Andre Paloro has a part for you. He's just cast the lead. He's cast Trace Lisette as the lead of his film, Monica. I said, oh my goodness, that wonderful actress from Transparent. I said, oh my gosh. I said, send it to me immediately. And I, you know, of course, thought I was going to be sexy mom. Ho, 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 ho. Um, <laughs> uh, so, um, of course, what is best is that it turned out to be much more. And, you know, it was not lost on me that a transgender actress would really finally get to lead a real film, mm. a beautiful film and really get to show herself in all her glory, tell the right story, you know, let let me be the secondary character, let other people be the secondary characters. So I, I said yes very, very quickly. I mean, the part frightened me. I wasn't quite sure if I could 
play this part. I, I've played sick or dying women, but this was different. This was something that, you know, as actors, we have our voice, we have our body, but I was robbed of both in this part. I had no, I, I had to be, everything was so internal. I, I, it was one of the, if not one, I would say the most challenging mm. part I've had. I mean, one of the most challenging parts. It's up there in the top three. It, it was so difficult. And, but then I got to know Andrea, I got to know Trace, and it's the best decision I ever made in my whole life. I, this, this, this film is so near and dear to me, I can't even tell you. It's so near and dear to me, so near and dear. So, yeah. and it's, yeah. yeah. As you're saying, there is a lot of internal work going on, not just with your character, but also with Trace. And you're both yes. quite uh, brilliant there. But I'm curious, you know, the character of Eugenia, she's dealing with emotional pain and physical pain, and she is fairly constricted to a bed. Uh, I understand yes. that the shoot itself was quite an emotional experience too, but I'm curious how you balance your own personal emotions as well as the emotions of the character. How do you gently let yourself ease out of the day of shooting a film? Well, fortunately, um, I, 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 I've done it. You know, I've been acting for a very long time and I have the ability to arrive on set with great actors, you know, led by Trace, this great actress, led by, you know, Josh, Ariana Barata, you know, uh, Emily, the, you know, I, and, you know, led by the great Andrea Paloro. So I, I arrived every day on the set knowing I was going to go into this really debilitated, depleted, very difficult place, but knowing I would come out of it at the end of each day. I had to know that I would find, although it's very funny, when I would finish shooting and start to get out of bed, everybody would rush to help me. <laughs> then there, I would try to go down the stairs and everybody would be, I would be like, you guys. I'm actually okay. <laughs> Give me a glass of wine. <laughs> um, but it was very near and dear to my heart because everybody was so delicious on the crew. I mean, one of the best crews I've ever worked with. And it was just this, we were in the middle of COVID. We had very little money and very little time, but yet we were shooting a rather large film. I mean, it's shot on 35 and it's shot very specifically. And Kate Arismendi's our brilliant DP and Andrea, they're like this, you know, symbiotic team. And it just, it, it carried me, but I, I would, I would say it was, it, it was, it was hard to let go of the love I had for Trace and other people in the film that still stays with me and will be with me for the rest of my life. Mm. The rest of my life. What was it like meeting yeah. Trace for the first time? Pardon? What was it like meeting Trace for the first time? Oh, I, the first time I met Trace um, was right at the, it was during the Emmy, you know, during Sharp Objects uh -huh. and, and I was nominated for everything. And, and I was at this party and I knew 
she was cast at this point and I saw her across a crowded room and it took my breath away. And I thought to myself, that's my daughter. That's my daughter. And it was, you know, we just, we just got on. We, I, I think in acting, you can only create so much. You can only reach for so much. At a certain point, you have to actually have it in you. And Grace and I had a symbiosis. We had, we had a symbiotic connection from the second we met and we didn't lose that. I felt very maternal to her. I felt very emotionally connected to her from the get go. And even though this, my character has to find that emotional love and that emotional connection, it's still much easier to start with mm. as Patty in my soul, in my body, because then it was all right there when I needed, you know, so, it, but, it, but it was a beautiful relationship and I, uh, I just texted with her today, but yeah, I, I, um, Andrea, Trace, myself, I, I just, everyone involved in this project, we, we were, we were lucky, lucky, lucky. Yeah. You know. Well, as you're talking about this, is a it's a story that's close to your heart, and you have been quite a vocal supporter for LGBTIQ performers and rights of people. And I'm curious if that kind of support informs your decisions as an actress about what you're actually going to play. Oh, absolutely! Like I said, I'm I I've been, you know, the LGBTQ plus family. You know, even though I'm not part of it, I feel I am. I mean, all, I'm deeply connected. I'm this cis lady who, but, but, you know, I, I, transgender people I know are like, Patty, do you know what it is for you to be on Kelly Clarkson, you know, with Laverne Cox and, and Trace Lizette, you know, how, how important that is. And I say, well, it's just right. It's, it's, of course I'm going to do all of these things. I, this is who I am. I, I've never had to, I don't create any of this. You know, I mean, this is, um, oh, there's my ambulance. Never. <laughs> um, no, I don't, I don't have to, it's just who I am. It's how I live. It's, Everyone who knows me well is just how I live, and it's 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 second nature to me. And it's, um, I I I have been uh, very supportive, and I know how important this film is, and the fact that the transgender community has so embraced it, and all of trans uh, traces, you know, transgender friends, and you know, that are all like her family have all just swooped in to just say, oh, my God, this is it. This is it. It's been a momentous time, a momentous time. But what the beauty of this film is also is that the brilliance of Andrea Paloro. I was talking with another journalist today, a, a, a gay young man, and um, he said, you brought me to my mother. You brought me to, I, I've had straight men see this film and say, Patty, you brought me to my family. You brought me, you and Trace brought me to my, you know, the, the trials and tribulations of my life. It, it, I might not be trans. I might not be gay. I mean, 
or not, you know, might not be non-binary, but this film brought me back to the love of my family or the neglect of my family, you know? And um, that's the beauty of Andrea Paloro. Same regard, that's it. The- you know, there is a this film to me. It feels like it's in conversation with Pieces of April, which you did, uh, you know, in the early two thousands. And they're they're both twenty twenty years ago. Well, yeah, <laughs> exactly. To the day, yeah. <laughs> and it's um, you know, they're they're both great performances, really great performances. But they both reflect lives that people live. You know, they're not they're not my life, but I empathize and I can see myself in. You them. get it, yeah. No, Peter Hedges with Pieces of April brought forth this woman and this family with, you know, the great Oliver Platt and all these, you know, extraordinary actors coming together with no money, no time, shooting this film on video, which was a first. And it was, here I am back in a much worse state than I was in that film. I mean, this is 20 years later and I'm, truly in the last month of my life in this character, I have very, I don't have miles to go. I have inches, you know, I have, um, and, but they do echo each other in a beautiful way. And, and they're very, both very important films to me. I, I love pieces of April. I love shooting that film and, and to find myself back, in this film 20 years later <laughs> it's crazy yeah. but um but i but with they're very very different films mm. to me they're you know peter and and andre are very different filmmakers i think they live in the same place in my heart they are very emotional they demand they demanded both very much from me you know and andrea has this you know, this, you know, this 35 millimeter, you know, this unique vision, this one-to-one ratio and keep your elbows in and sometimes your head's out and sometimes your your booty's out and sometimes your leg's in and sometimes you're, you know, I never knew. But this is the thing that Andrea required. He required each and every one of us to give up vanity and ego. And it's beautiful when actors do, you know, when we are not struggling for a close-up, we are not struggling to be the center of the scene, when we are not worried about our hair, our makeup, our, when we are simply existing. And uh, it made us all better actors being in this film. It really did. It made me a better actress, which is hard because I'm a hundred. And <laughs> well, you've 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 done so many great roles, as as we're saying. Um, but that that framing, that one to one framing, it it amplifies the internal nature of the the story. And yeah, there are really two mm-hmm. pivotal moments which I think hinge on the emotionality of the film. There's that embrace that. Trace gives you in the bed after her night out. And then equally, there's a moment where she's laying in the bathtub where we've seen you be bathed and and nurtured. And that feels like she's being embraced by you in a way that 
you are now when I when I look at her tearfully I mean Mm. that is that's the moment when I stop her bathing me and I look at her and grab her Mm. and that is with tears in my eyes and I just let her know I know who you are I might be dying of brain cancer I might be really out of it at times and whatever but I know who you are and I love you and it's unconditional love and you know think about it it's one of the reasons I took the part that Andrea wrote a part that a woman who grew up in a rather conventional life but in the ninth hour of her life she learns and finds unconditional love for her child that her child is her child is her child she knows this is her child your blood is your blood it's your blood she knows that this woman is belongs to her and i belong to her that we belong to one another and i know it but you know i grew up with unconditional love my whole life for my extraordinary parents I know what unconditional love is. I didn't have to reach for that. I just had to give it to Monica. I knew it in my heart and soul. And I just had to, in that moment, however you interpret it, I stop her, I grab her, I look at her, and I know she is my child, you know? And it was such an important moment for Andrea, such an important moment. That scene is so important, was so important to him. And we only did two takes because I was so full and ready because I had loved Trace and I had had to sit on so much of that through the shooting. And then finally, I could just let her know how I genuinely feel. Because again, you can only reach for so much. So, so act, people think acting is so tortured, it's so this, no. If it's truthful, you don't, you, you're not reaching for anything. You're just simply dipping inside your soul, you know? Oh my God, what's that? Well, as we're leading to, to wrapping up, sorry. Uh, I think, you know, one of the things which is you're talking about, this film is about love. It's universal, you know love yes and one of the brilliant things about film is that it is such a global conversation and of course while this is set in america it it certainly resonates for audiences everywhere certainly in australia i know that uh we're we're also having our own arguments about transgender rights which is so frustrating of course of course like we should be able to get past this please (laughs) please please um why can't well, 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 why can't we all just live our best life? Don't we all want every single person to live their best life, to be their best person, to be the truthful person they want to be? Who are we to like? I, 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 have never judged anybody in my life. I didn't grow up with that in my in my life. I didn't grow up with that. So, you know, I've I've known. I I I grew up in a very true and a a very accepting and loving house in new orleans we were accepting of everyone and all people you know so i i i 
again, I don't have to reach for it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it. But is that the message that you want people to take away from the film to open up and have that, that level of acceptance in their lives and to understand the importance of acceptance? Well, that it's simple. It's easier than you think. It isn't, it isn't some stretch for you to really to understand what a transgender person, first of all, they've been through hell and back, most of them. They've been ostracized from their families often. Why can't, what is so difficult for you to accept this person actually living their true self? Isn't that as you raise, if you're a mother or father, or if you're, you know, don't you want your child to live their true life, their true self? What, why, I don't understand. I think, why are you thinking it's so difficult and so foreign? It's not foreign. We all have male and female qualities within us every single day. What's the problem? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not quite sure why that became, why this has become um, uh it's not political. It's deeply personal and it's deeply human. It has nothing to do with politics. It has to do with someone's life being better and someone's life being their own. Trace is an exceptionally beautiful, fabulous actress. That's her life. I look forward to seeing her. Career. Let her live it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Let her live it. Let her live it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've really appreciated being able to talk with you about the film and your work. Oh, um, I'm so glad we got to talk. Yeah, yeah I'm so glad. And, uh, as, I'm so glad you. I'm so glad you get this film. You know, this film is it, it's so important and it's so near and dear to me. And you know, we don't have the big studio behind us. You know this. We don't have any. We we're, we're 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 trying to keep we're trying to keep you know we're trying to keep hope alive and keep our heads above water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I I know it's coming out in Australia here very shortly. It's got some uh, uh, I think it's screening at the Mardi Gras Film Festival in January. So I know that that's a oh, good, prime good, audience good. for it, and they're going to love it there. Um, yeah, in particular as well. Obviously, Emily Browning, a, a local, is in the film too. So oh, um, she's such a beauty. Mm. She's such a, just such a yummy, you know, you could eat her on a spoon. She's just, I adored her and fell in love with her also, like Trace. Yeah. And a beautiful actress and really added such a beautiful tone, her tone, her timbre. You know, she's a, a consummate actress also, like Trace. And, you know, I was just, you know, I got to work with these three exceptional women, you know, Adriana, Emily, and Trace. I was like, oh, my God, I've hit the jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it is so, it is really an actor's piece, and that, that's what works. And, of course, it we is. haven't touched on Adriana, but we're wrapping up with time, but she's phenomenal, too, and that, that tenderness and the bond that you two share on screen is just so wonderful. I love that. That was simply just me, Patty, looking at one of my favorite actors. <laughs> so I was just, you know, I was, every time I had to look at her, I was just like, oh, <laughs> oh, you're here. You're still here. Adriana Barazzi, you came in to do this. <laughs> well, I love it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, she's a, she's a exceptional human being also. So yeah, yeah it, it was, I'll never forget this experience as long as I live. Ever, ever, ever. Yeah, ever. Well, 
So I appreciate the film. I appreciate your time. And uh, it's, it's quite a wonderful experience. I'm certainly going to be telling everybody to watch it as well. So thank you so much, Patty. Thank I you so much. That. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Be well. Likewise. Go back to bed. I will. <laughs> have a lovely evening as well. I'm going to have, I'm going to have a glass of oh, wine. Oh, go for okay, it. Have two. One for me. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye. Dylan. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Curb Podcast. Once again, to help keep The Curb independent, visit patreon.com forward slash thecurbau to show your support from as little as $1 a month. And keep in mind, Monica will be screening at the Queer Screen Film Festival on Tuesday, the 27th of February, 2024. Links are in the show notes. We'll see you on the next one.